previously on Live at 605. No, you're looking at your base tan is nice now. Your face is tanned. Yeah, but that's because I, I don't put my legs out for Why? the to see. I do have great legs. <laughs> John Mallon. And Val Gomez. to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is the penultimate episode of season 16 of Live at 605. And uh, yeah, this is the second to last episode, which is Whoa. exciting. We've come to the end almost. Does it feel like a, a fun season, you think? It does, but we have so much other stuff coming up next season already. Yeah, so season 17 is going to be awesome. What kind of stuff do you think we're going to be talking about next season? Well, I'm in Austin next week. Then we're in Huntsville. Then we potentially might get a car, which means road trips. We're going to Cape Cod. I'm going to the Yukon. Wow. Right? We have some concerts coming up. Yeah, so stay tuned for season 17. We'll take take a bit of a break, maybe a couple weeks off, just so we can live some life and record Mm -hmm. some episodes. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, next week's the finale, but you're going to be out of town, so I guess I'll be recording it all by myself. Yeah. Unless I send you some stuff from Austin. Yeah, if you have any uh, remotes you want to send about airport security or any of that <laughs> stuff, which is always good. Okay. And uh, what about all the contact information? How do people get involved with your life? <laughs> if you want to get involved in my life, please reach out to me on Instagram at ValGomez23 and the same for Twitter. And did you have a good Instagram week or anything? Oh, I did. Really? Will you post some good stories? Or yeah, I'll post? tell you some stories later. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And uh, I don't think I tweeted anything this week. And I had some fun Insta stories. But uh, <laughs> then go to Facebook.com slash Live at 605 because you'll see all kinds of pictures, gifts, and memes and stuff like that. I always get uh, pretty good ones. Mm-hmm. People like the picture of us in front of our Jeep from last week's road yeah, trip. Yeah, are ballers. Yeah, I keep seeing Jeeps all over the city now, just like... But oh. I wonder if it's because we were in a Jeep that you're, like, looking or paying more attention to Jeeps. Probably. I'd yeah. say that's probably the main reason yeah. why. <laughs> and then what about on iTunes? Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us... Pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. So it's been... Which no- I have to check still exists because I know iTunes changed. What, the news and noteworthy? Yeah. Yeah, I check it every day. Is that what it's called, though? News and noteworthy? Or yeah. is it called curated? No, news and noteworthy. Okay. I check Just every day. Checking. They have what's hot, what's popular, and like what... They have like, yeah, news and noteworthy. Okay, because that's what I was like. Or should it be like, get us back into the what's hot? Yeah, just go search us on iTunes, leave a comment, rate us, and then we'll get back into the front pages and stuff. Bougie. Because so, I know we're, we're pretty well received here in Toronto, but we want to get And that. China. And China. <laughs> and uh, Seattle, New Jersey, Washington. <laughs> Jersey Shore. Oh, man. Jersey Shore is all over. How does that feel? Too sad. Did you like this season of Jersey yeah, Shore? Yeah, I absolutely liked it. Anyone who makes fun of us watching Jersey Shore just doesn't know what's up. First of all, it's the best, like, escapism. It's, like, the original reality TV. Yeah. And it's also, like, that shit's real. Like, part of it has to be scripted this season. For sure. Like, probably more circumstances are given to them. But I think their commentary is their organic commentary. Yeah, and it's just, it takes us back to a time that we liked, and it's like, oh, it's just fun, easy TV to watch. Absolutely. What was the other show you asked me about, which was coming back? (gasps) 
Apparently, it's back on Wednesday. Really? Two new so wait, episodes. Wait, does that mean Neve wasn't like he was acquitted of all of his whatever accusations were? Oh. MTV cleared him of any wrongdoing. I wonder if he'll talk about it on the show. That's what I wonder, because like I follow him on Instagram, and when he got accused of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, he uh, obviously wasn't tweeting or mm-hmm. Instagramming. Now that he's clear, mm-hmm. uh, the show is apparently back in two episodes. So hopefully his wife is on, not on it anymore. Yeah, I think we talked about it before. Catfish was such an awesome show, but I don't know if they got lazy or they lost their budget. But it's like instead of flying everywhere, people mm-hmm. flew to them. And then Neve's wife was on every episode, and she was just super annoying. She added nothing to it. It's like, don't take away time for Max. Exactly. Right? So I'm ex- I'm excited for her to be back, though. It's, again, yeah. it's like good Saturday, Sunday morning uh-huh. TV shows and everything. But um, should we get into this podcast? Yeah. Um, do you have any sponsorships this week? We do. Should we do it chronologically? or Yeah, just we can, yeah, we can start with how the week start, started yeah. and everything. We had, obviously we were off Monday. I think we recorded a podcast that day because mm-hmm. it was Canada Day, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't do any, like, fireworks this time around. No, they had some fireworks on Church Street, but mm-hmm. we didn't really partake in anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we were pretty tired from the driving from Ottawa to Toronto, going Pearson. swimming, Pearson, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Did you celebrate uh, 4th of July? No. No? No, did you? No, I didn't no. celebrate 4th of July. <laughs> The only thing that happens on 4th of July is the new Purge movie came out. Oh. The first Wait, Purge. isn't that, like, isn't that about killing people in America? Yeah. Well, that, that came out on the 4th of July? Yeah, of course. It's always, oh, like, very God. patriotic. You haven't watched any of the Purge movies. Yeah, is it about Mexico? No, this is the first Purge. It's the prequel to all the other Purges, and they set up how the first Purge took place. Did <laughs> take place in Texas? Oh, it's it's countrywide. It's all about the U.S. I think it's an awesome idea for a movie. Mm-hmm. The basic idea is tell me if you agree or not, which will lead me into a question I had I was supposed to ask oh, you last okay. week. But the idea is once a year for 12 hours, crime is legal, including murder. So the idea of the movie is crime, murder, and all that goes down if everyone has one day a year to commit their crimes. They let it out one day. That's so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but, but let's just... So what? All the people who don't want to die or get raped stay inside? Yeah, they try to, like... you. It's also great for, like, security systems. The first, seat, the first movie, Ethan Hawke owned a security company. That's horrible. And it's just like, get home before dawn or before nightfall because that's when the purge starts. And then it's like, so if we didn't want to purge, what we would have is we'd have a bunch of locks. Wait, does, if we don't want to purge, that means if we don't want to create... We don't want to, like, commit crimes. Crimes, okay. If you purge, it means you go out, you commit crimes, you kill people, you do whatever you want to let it all out. So you're intrigued. You want to see this movie. No, not at all. Okay, well, the first movie took place in Ethan Hawke's house. People tried to break into it, which yeah. is crazy. The second movie took place in the real world with Saracen from Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Where these people got trapped... In the purge world, because their car broke down, they couldn't get back home in time. Okay. The third movie uh, was Purge Election, which had a female president trying to stop the purge. Oh. And now this purge is the first purge. It goes back in time. I just think it's a cool idea for a movie because I like the idea of seeing the crazy people in their masks trying to kill people. Isn't this like the G20 summit, and then you wouldn't let yeah. me go out? Yeah, exactly. You I don't hated go- that day. Well, I don't want to go and purge. No, you didn't want to purge. No, I want to watch people purge. No, you didn't that day. You G twenty. Yeah, that's people real life around. stuff. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> if when we we'll talk about this later on, but we went to a movie yesterday, and part of me was like, "Oh, I'll go to the theater with you guys, and maybe I'll watch The Purge, and you guys go watch The Book Club." Are you serious? Well, I didn't clearly. No. If I gotta wait till The Purge comes out on on demand. No, it's a bad premise. It's a great premise. It's a horrible premise. It's so horrible that they made four movies yeah. and possibly a TV show. <laughs> okay, taken. <laughs> That's a different. <laughs> One movie has Liam Neeson throwing grenades to hear the sound. Remember that fucking scene where he threw a grenade? Yeah. So he's like, do you hear this grenade going off? <laughs> no? Okay, let me throw it at some more random people. Do you hear that grenade go off? No? Let me keep throwing it. But I actually had a question for you. That wasn't it? No. Oh, okay. If you had if you had to be trapped in any TV show for a month, mm-hmm. what one would it be? Now, before you answer... Mm-hmm. I want you to answer and then... Wait. I want you to answer and then also guess... Do you want to either guess what I said or do you want to say what you would do first? No, wait. Is it like I'm trapped as a character in the show? Or can I No, you're you're you in that show, in that world. So let's just say you're in the Purge movies. You're yourself. Trying to, like, dodge death? Yeah, but you don't have to choose the purse, remember. Okay, so then fine. I so, choose to be in Mad Men and like, oh. fuck the shit out of John Hamm all day. <laughs> Next. That's what you want to do? You want to live with sexism and racism and debauchery? He liked his black secretary. Yeah, but all you're going to be is a uh, a woman to him. You're there for no, a month. No, Peggy wasn't. I'll be the first black creative director. You only have one month there. I'm not black, so (laughs) that wasn't your first thing. Uh, No? (laughs) You really want to spend a month in the 1960s ad world? Yeah. Okay, what do you think my answer was? It's either going to be something fucked up like... (laughs) The Purge? The Purge or like Jesus and Mero or something. Jesus and Mero's real life. You said which show you wanted to be in. Yeah. So why couldn't you be in Jesus and Mero? Well, I wasn't thinking about Jesus and Mero, but that was a great answer. You're going to be in fucking, what's those four idiots? (laughs) Which one? Those four fucking idiots. Oh, old Italian Sal. (laughs) Oh, Impractical Jokers? What do I want to be pranked every day? (laughs) I thought you were going to say that that escort show I used to watch. (laughs) Oh, Gillows. Gigolos. No, you're wrong. What show? It's from the 90s to the 2000s. Student bodies. No. Okay. Uh, think beautiful OC. people. No, I, I'm going to get beat. I'm going to be a loser on the OC. <laughs> think beautiful people. I just said the OC. <laughs> think beautiful people. Stop who, saying beautiful people. You sound like Marilyn Manson. <laughs> beautiful people. There's only one song I know how to drum. And that, Go. Is this a thing? That's the beautiful people. Oh, okay, what show? Um, you're gonna get three guesses. No, no, just listen. I'm I already you... crossed four. <laughs> I'm gonna give you three clues. You're gonna get three guesses. First clue: beautiful people. Second clue: same location. Third clue: uh, I don't know how they pay for the rent. Fourth clue: Melrose Place. No, oh, do you think I watch Melrose Place? You said same name, same place. No. Place. I didn't say same name, same place. What? I said they shouldn't be able to afford their apartments. That was clue number three. Yeah, second clue was same place. Not same name. Same place every day. I don't know. 
Some this person was so famous. Her haircut was very famous. Friends. Yes. Why the fuck would you want to be on Friends? Because my logic was that's the best show to be on because it's like everyone's screwing at each other. <coughs> they all get the same coffee shop seats. They somehow afford these fantastic apartments. Yeah. I like Rachel. You did? Of course I did. I didn't who think you like Rachel. You think I, what Phoebe? No, I I didn't even think you liked Friends this much. Well, I didn't like it this much. I just watched it. You like fucking what's her face? Summer from the OC. Yeah, that's the OC. Oh, brother. I'm talking about watching the friends. I like Rachel. Okay. This is a dumb question. It's a great question. Next. That's a fantastic question. That's the perfect answer is friends. What else Nothing ha- bad happens. What else happened this week? What? You tell me what else happened no, this week. No, you stop. We, uh, we did boxing on Tuesday. We did- <laughs> That's so funny. We did do boxing. Yeah. So I guess the one thing was... It was your bo- first class back. Yeah. And so, like, the fear is real, I think, sometimes. Like, John's gone to, like, we just tallied them. You've gone to, like, 11 classes. Yeah. I've gone to, like, 7 yes. as of today. But um, when you don't go for a while to boxing, the fear sneaks in yeah. a little bit. Because you're like, oh, fuck. Am I going to be the shittiest person in the class? No, there's always going to be shittier people. Yeah, but you're just saying that because you have this newfound muscles... No, you claim I have a muscle popping out. You do. You have a new muscle I've never seen before. (laughs) I shall name them homies. (laughs) Anyways, but it was your first class back. Mm -hmm. What kind of class was it, though? Um. Oh, the one with the resistant resistant belts. Yeah. Actually, and we were told that that class was supposed to be the most difficult and like really strenuous on one of our friends, Becca. But in we the almost end, didn't even do the class because we were nervous. But then again, this is where we don't let the fear take over. Does this scare you, this drawing I just did? What are you doing? What is that? <laughs> I don't know. Someone from The Purge. No, stop it. Keep going. So then we ended up going, and it was actually one of our favorite classes, I think, if not our favorite one. Yeah. Um, And it was difficult, but it wasn't so difficult. No, and then... The lady who I had to partner up with was back, and it was very awkward to see her. Because tell her what she was like. So, the weird thing was, was that, so she was standing across from us, and this is me. Like, obviously, it's like most of us are coming straight from work. Yeah. So, it's like, you're probably wearing whatever makeup, your hair is done or did kind of thing. And so, but she came, like... We're obviously facing our dummies till we turn around and face the teacher, and then we're all facing each other. Yeah. And so I tur- she turns around, and she is in, like, a full set of makeup. Like she went clubbing. She, like, 100% clubbing. She also shows up late. Well, okay, and that was the thing I was going to say I didn't like, yeah. is that if you're going to show up late, like, they're not even trying to make an effort, her and her friend, yeah. to, like, get up to speed on, like, where we are at the class. Like, they're still loafing. Like, we were already in the warm-up, and they were still, like getting their shoes on and stuff like they weren't there was no hustle right kind of thing which i think is kind of rude when you join a class to be honest super rude but yeah that girl in her makeup i'm surprised that you didn't come home and have like concealer all over you yeah so i was glad you were there this time and Mm -hmm. then do you want to talk about today's boxing (laughs) too just because we're talking about boxing so today we went thank god you came with me i know but i didn't go on friday because i wasn't feeling the greatest but you went on friday friday was my medicine ball boxing yeah and we made a discovery today from medicine ball exactly so how much weight were you lifting on 
Friday. Uh, Friday, I was like, either I'm getting stronger, these balls are getting lighter. Mm-hmm. Which is a great name of a porno. <laughs> yeah. These balls are getting lighter. Oh, God. And we discovered that there's two balls at each dummy. And I picked one up today to give to you. And I was like, oh, this one says eight pounds. And you're like, oh, this one's lighter. And then I grabbed another one. I was like, oh, this other one's 10 pounds. So we discovered there's different size balls. So the last time when we went to boxing and I puked carrying yeah. the 10-pound ball, you know, I may have chosen the hard knock life because I yeah. could have picked up the 8-pound ball and not puked. Exactly. So, so at least now I know there's like a scale of medicine ball weights. Do you think you would do the, the that one again? The I would, ball but didn't you say like the one the one that you went to on Friday, you'd use the ball the whole time? No, she would do five, 10 minutes, no ball, 10 minutes with the ball. Or, yeah. Or 10 minutes, no ball, five minutes with mm-hmm. the ball. It was, I definitely thought it was doable for, for you as well. So the one thing I liked about, so today's class we ended up going was like, techniques for boxing and like how to kick and stuff properly yeah which some might argue we should have gone 11 or eight times seven times ago yeah kind of thing we started with the probably the most advanced class now <laughs> now we've done the most basic like rudimentary class but i really like the guy who mm-hmm. um was teaching it he was like he was a skinny mini but he was also oh, like also super like fierce six foot three and mm-hmm. like long limbs and stuff looked like a praying mantis but he was like hardcore like he could kick so high in the air and stuff um and so he was just kind of giving us the techniques but one of the first things we had to learn was how to like kind of set up your feet and like literally what do they call it shadow boxing shadow boxing yeah we did shadow boxing with each Mm -hmm. other and so you i was your partner today yeah today you've been stuck with that person beside me this one would have been the worst without you because we had to use a partner for like 10 15 minutes and it's like Guys, I go, it's almost like you're dancing because you're watching each other's footwork, you're moving mm-hmm. around and punching mm-hmm. each other. But this one was a lot of fun just to like learn the basic steps of foot placement, how to use mm-hmm. momentum and stuff. I think I stretched my crotch too far out though because <laughs> I definitely somehow kicked the dummy in the head, which I didn't think would be possible. Mm-hmm. But isn't this similar to what you did in karate? Yeah, and as I mentioned in karate, like back then I used to be way more flexible and and agile and stuff and we would do lots of kicking and stuff like that so it definitely feels good doing it again i can mm-hmm. feel the progress with myself because mm-hmm. i feel like i am getting more flexible mm-hmm. what about you i like it a lot like i think if nothing else i just i like i know that we're sweating and i know i'm getting a workout so that's good um i said to you like my goal is to do 30 classes yeah to really feel like i feel different kind of thing or at least feel or physically look different yeah um but i said to you like the one thing i can see is like your face already looks skinnier from like the 11 sessions you've done and obviously not just boxing but like you're walking home right we have changed a little bit how we're eating you have hermes the secret muscle that has appeared now in your arms i know i'm fluxing like up yeah see i can see him yeah but i can see the difference in you too although i don't see a difference in myself Mm -hmm. but we'll see maybe I just need face to not be as fat and stomach not to be as fat. <laughs> yeah. My butt can still be fat. I don't really have a fat butt. <laughs> no, you have a white butt. <laughs> yeah, it's because it doesn't get any sunlight or anything. Okay, what else happened this week? Well, then we walked home and got in trouble by the police. Yeah, that might have been my fault. Because we were walking Well, past- no, remember he's like, you need to follow law enforcement. Yeah, we were just walking past the Rogers Center to go to the subway after class, and it was super busy because there was a baseball game yeah. going on. And then there was just police conducting traffic, but they weren't really looking at us. I was like, well, let's, we were like, let's just just cross the damn street. They were halfway across the street, and he just, like, turned around. I was like, what are you doing? Get back. You got to wait for me. I'm a 
Man of the Law. It's like, oh. Oh, God. It's all right, but wouldn't it have just been faster to let us walk 10 more steps forward? But I also don't understand why we couldn't go forward. Wouldn't people have to stop yeah. on their turn? Like a regular four-way stop? Yeah, and he had no cars coming our way. That's like, why. It was so silly. I was like, yo, that shit's abusing your power, dude. Yeah, he was just flexing his muscle. Yeah, should have seen our teacher. Ooh. <laughs> so what else happened this week? Um, so that was Tuesday. Wednesday, I don't think we went out anywhere. I don't even remember what we did. Once. I don't remember either. The problem is with these days of the week is everything is starting to get blurry. Yeah. We've also been in this insane heat wave this past week, which I think has been like, a lot of people have been saying to me, it's like, oh, I feel extremely tired and yeah. stuff like that. And I think for me personally, I'm like, oh man, I feel so drained yeah. from the heat a lot of the time. Um, There's also a crazy rainstorm. That was on Thursday night. Yeah, and of course I walk home that day and it doesn't rain for the four, first 40 minutes of my walk. Then the last five minutes, torrential downpour, so I got soaked, which is like, <laughs> I'm like, you couldn't hold off five minutes? <laughs> but that was that was fun, so we got to see like a lightning and thunderstorm. Which was my favorite. But Thursday um, was really cool. So Thursday I was supposed to go out with all the girls from work after work um, to celebrate our friend Robin's new apartment and birthday, belated birthday. Um, and so I think true to form, we had an iCal set for it. And I kind of knew it was there because I, I live in my calendar just because yeah. we obviously like if it's personal stuff, we put it on our home calendar too, just to make sure we're aware of what's going on. Right. Um, but so I get to work and like midway through the day, everybody's like, are we still doing something today? And I was like, oh, I am like, I'm game kind of thing. Cause I literally said, we're going to go do something. But then like 75% of the people had to bail but then one of my friends, um, Alexis, who was coming, she said, oh, she had to bail. So, But she's like, why don't we go do drinks downstairs at the hotel? Nice. And so it was so hot and it, you know, it was calling for this like torrential downpour, like apocalypse weather. Yeah. But we ended up going downstairs to the hotel at quarter to four. And like, um, I think there was like seven of us. You can see a picture on my Instagram. So I didn't end up going out afterwards, but like. Um, one of my colleagues, Audrey, was like, oh my gosh, that sangria was delicious. So I'm like, isn't it? So now we've made up a new thing called like um, sangria siestas what? in the afternoon where we kind of go and chill out in the sun and relax and drink nice. and then come back to the office. That's awesome. Yeah. That sounds like a fun day. It was. It was just nice. Like, I think the one fun thing is like hanging out with like um, everyone kind of taking a break, actually enjoying the weather. Because if you're stuck in an office building, sometimes it's like... The air conditioning's pumping, it's freezing. If you're in meetings, you don't even know what the weather is half the day. Right. So, yeah. And then what else happened this week? What did we do on Friday? Friday was the boxing day. Yeah. And then, should we talk about yesterday? Or yeah, yeah. What, so what was yesterday? So yesterday, um, so me and my brothers have been trying to figure out a day that we could take out my mom again. Um, because we wanted to, you know, she obviously loves going to musicals, movies, restaurants and stuff. So John and I were like, okay, let's take her out because my brother Brandon was in Muskoka and Carl had to take um, Savannah somewhere. So um, we ended up first figuring out how to re or no, we back this train up. What? We didn't talk about the officiant. Yeah, that's what yesterday was. Yeah, so I guess, okay, so we had an experience, I think we said on the last podcast, where we had kind of met up with one officiant to try him out. Um, in Ajax and it wasn't it was a good experience all the way up until the end where it just became too like car salesman-y yeah where I felt sure. like we were being like upsold and a little bit pushy 
For sure, yeah. We decided not to go with this person and mm-hmm. to try and get the person who married your brother and sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he ended up being unavailable the day that we're getting married, but he recommended us to someone else. And that guy got in contact with us, and I read some reviews about him. Like, hey, he seems pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I was like, might as well meet up with this guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I was, I, I'm like, hoping this guy's really good because I kind of want to get that over and done with. Like, I just want to start knocking things off the list. Which is hilarious, though. So can I ask you an honest question? Yes. You're very adamant about doing that this month. But when I wanted to do that in May, you were like, oh, it's all good. We have so much time. Yeah, that's- what, what is the impetus now? That it's coming. February's gonna be here so quickly. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> and now we gotta get it done. Oh, okay. Now we gotta get it done. Yes, because May was two months ago. Oh, okay. May was two months ago. Yeah. So this is a, this is insight into how John and I operate. I wanted to spread the wealth. Yeah. But John the, wants to pool it to July. That's why we're gonna make a list of all the things we have to do <laughs> with with dates that they gotta be done for. Oh, though, okay. right? Because we got to make sure that gets done. Oh, okay. So, you contacted the officiant. Yes. And? And we set a date to meet up on Saturday morning mm-hmm. in a, a Starbucks in Mississauga. Because apparently <laughs> all officiants just meet in Starbucks. Yeah. Did you have high hopes for this guy? or did you? Uh, I lowered my standards based on the previous guy. Um, but at the same time, I was like, I always said it's like, we're technically trying to figure out if this guy's a fit for us, not vice versa. Yeah. And so you said something really good that you would just, like, cut it off if he was, like, oh, like, trying to sell to us automatically. You are like, oh, I'll just say, like, you know, we'll give you our decision yeah. later on. Wanted to make sure. So, like, apparently I thought that's what they always do is they ask you. Yeah. Just take your time, let me know. But we clearly got caught off guard by the first guy who just said, okay, so we're good to go. And mm-hmm. I was like, uh. So I made sure. I'm like, yeah not gonna get forced into anything mm-hmm. so i want to make sure that if he says you know something weird that i'll just be like no 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 we'll think about it mm-hmm. but the, the starbucks was all right and like he was sitting there he was there when we got there which was a good sign but and he was in a suit yeah we were like we we showed up and like obviously john and i ain't no schlump either no. so we showed up and we were dressed up but we were not dressed up like he was dressed up no but yeah i was happy he was there early and on time and we didn't have to like I'm glad. I was just glad we didn't get there at the same time. Cause then it's like that awkward mm-hmm. moment of trying to get coffee and have small talk and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But he was definitely really good and really impressive. And I felt yeah, like, so a, like he did a quiz though at the beginning. Yeah, but it was a good quiz. Yeah, but I failed. Yeah, but he said everybody fails. No, you got one out of four, right? No, because the, the the thing he was quizzing us is in a ceremony. There's two things legally you have to do to be officially married and the first one that that he listed here's 12 things people usually do in a wedding ceremony Mm -hmm. two of these you have to legally do and the first one we saw that we both thought was the answer he said tell me which two you think you are you both get one guess and what did you think the main one was uh well what did i think it was so what was the first answer you i put sign license first i he was like i'm gonna ask both of you and then i gave my answers automatically yeah because that was the that one looked like the logical easy answer so i put sign license and official no sign license and ring exchange yeah and i said uh kiss and vows me no I don't even remember what I said. Yeah. What were the two answers? Now I don't even... Oh, they were... Official declaration? Yeah. And vows. 
Yeah, Val, exactly. Which I thought Val's was, I didn't think he had you to do it. announcements. Yeah, I thought announcements <laughs> as in like announcing we were married. Yeah. So we, and he said, though, everyone gets it wrong because everyone gets a signed license. But then he also gave us like, what I liked about this guy was he kind of broke down like, you know, most people identify with like the Hollywood perception of a wedding. So there's a very obvious framework you go through and everything, but we're allowed to customize and change any parts that we would want. But a typical contemporary wedding is probably like 23 minutes the ceremony and that's kind of like the sweet spot what we pick for our wedding party is like the sweet spot number um but the cool thing what i liked about it was he said like you know weddings have changed over the past like 30 years he's been doing this for like 25 years in the last like decade people now want like short and sweet it's not in church or something um the next like 24% is in a church and very like traditional sometimes like orthodox ceremonies but then there's that 1% who does like themed weddings and so he kind of spoke about like doing some like Gandalf like he came up as like a Lord of the Rings wedding he did an Alice in Wonderland wedding and stuff and I'm like oh my god that sounds so cool so he just seemed down to earth and nice and had Mm -hmm. some funny sides to him Mm -hmm. so I think we both felt pretty good and then at the end of it he was just like I always tell couples, you know, sleep on it before you get back to me. So he wasn't very pushy also, which was really nice. Yeah. So I think we finally found our officiant, which is good. Which you can cross off the list. Exactly. So that's mm-hmm. something we can cross off the lifts, mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. So that was something we both felt pretty good about that yesterday morning, mm-hmm. which was good. To the point where we were just saying, like, you know, the only thing, like, what I would love and the one thing you kind of called out was that like the first guy we met in the first Starbucks? You kind of, after we realized he was like a little bit pushy, and we didn't like him anymore. You just said here like because he's so larger than life, would he be the show and not us? Yeah. Right. Whereas this guy, I feel like he kind of gets our personalities, but he's like he wants it to be about us, right? Kind of thing. So that's nice. Yeah, it was really good. And then he had two people coming afterwards, and how did they look? Ugh, like. First of all, not dressed up well. It looked like brother and sister. Yeah, you don't have to dress up a lot, but at least wear like pants and like a collared shirt or something. Yeah, they showed up in like shorts and like like jogging pants. Yeah. And like, yeah, they just look like they were related. Yeah. So I was like, yo, we're so much cooler. Yeah, we're never going to have that problem of looking (laughs) related or anything. Yeah. Which is good. And then where do we go from there? So then we went to pick up my mom. um, Because as we said earlier, we were taking my mom out for like a day out on the town. Yeah. So my mom really, really, really wanted to see this movie called The Book Club. What's The Book Club about? Is that an action-adventure movie Oh, God, no. no. It's this movie about like four like geriatrics old Fold women old horny women yes and so like i didn't know what the premise was i assumed no. it was about a book club but it could have been like the babysitter's club i had never seen a trailer i saw the movie poster and i just mm-hmm. yeah i'm like okay i have no idea what it's about but yeah. it's a it's a mom movie for it's sure. a mom movie for sure although i don't know if this is a mom movie <laughs> well there's some uncomfortable parts absolutely i was like uh are you sure you want to watch this movie with your mom where they're talking about like blowjobs no ass and so no they didn't they didn't no what gross movie are you watching watching craig t nelson walk around with a raging boner for 20 minutes oh yeah that's true (laughs) banging into walls with it and stuff that was so funny um but what you're gonna call my mom really really wanted to see this movie we had no idea what it was about but it started like diane keaton jane fonda Murphy Brown and Steinberg or whatever. I just like it that 
you'll never say Candace Bergen. It's just Murphy Brown. <laughs> no, no, Aaron. And no, you really. clearly have a heart, a hate on for Mary Steenburgen. I hate that. I didn't like I her love in Thirty her. Rock. Thirty Rock. I didn't like her character, but she's awesome. I I am quite attracted to her. She's Why? Good. She's very good looking. I don't like her. And she's awesome in Last Man on Earth, which got canceled. <laughs> Clearly not that awesome. And you know who she's married to, right? Ted Danson. Yeah, you like Ted Danson. No, I don't. You like Ted Danson because he had his hair color, then he had like a bald head back there. Like he's one of those guys at the front hair. But like then a bald. piece? I think he did wear a piece. But now he's got like that, just like white hair. <laughs> you love Ted Danson. No, I don't. But I think Mary Steenburger stole the movie for sure. No, she didn't. She was the best Everybody, part of it. I, I read like a few reviews of this. Okay, so basically we went to go see the book club. What did you think on the Fastbender scale? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. Uh, six? <laughs> what about you, 6.3? What I'll, about you? I'll give it 6.5 because Andy Garcia is now my new favorite person. Chubby Andy Garcia? Yeah, you better turn out like Andy Garcia in the book club when you're old. Dirt. <laughs> yeah, there's Andy Garcia. There was some good, like, cameos and stuff, and he, mm. was, he was the main guy on the movie. So, the movie is about four lifelong friends have their lives forever changed after reading Fifty Shades of Grey in their monthly book club. And so... First of all, I was like, I have no idea how old all these women were, but it was kind of like watching the 70 through 80 year old version of Sex in the City, yeah. where each female took one role, then yeah. there were four dudes, um, so them being, um, where is it, Andy Garcia, Craig T. Nelson, who I thought was Chuck Norris, but you said Don Johnson. Yeah, Don Johnson. And then like Richard Dreyfus. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he looks old. Um, but it was like... Pretty funny. It was kind of shot in like LA and Arizona. To me, it looked like it was all shot on a green screen. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so like I think the most endearing part was like Diane Keaton and Andy Garcia, like in their romance, because Andy Garcia was so smooth. Um, so I really like seeing shots of Arizona. I thought that was really good. Um, I think the whole cast in itself had like all different people who had acted t- together before. So it kind of just watched, felt like you're watching your friends on camera yeah. for a really long time. I was just happy my mom really liked it. Um, but some stuff was like, whoa. And then yeah. some stuff just was like, oh shit, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then Diane Keaton just played Diane Keaton. She dressed... How her I, name was Diane, I think, in the movie. Yeah, and she dressed like she did like an Annie Hall and stuff like that. Well, I think that's just like Diane Keaton's MO. She like always wears a scarf and like pantsuits. Yeah. Because even when she came out, like, this one part where she's supposed to go out with Andy Garcia, she, their girls are like, we need to get you dressed up and looking sexy. Yeah. And I genuinely thought they'd put her in a dress no. or something, but they literally just put her in a version of a pantsuit she was wearing earlier in the movie. Exactly. So, she's like Adam Sandler, where every movie he's in, he just wears shorts and a t-shirt. 100%. Like, Grown Ups, you remember that movie you loved so much? I didn't like Grown Ups. You didn't? No, but the guy from um, Mindy was yeah. in it. Um, and then Alicia Silverstone was in it. What um, else? Can you click on her name and see what movie she or what she's done in the last fifteen years? Really, Batman and Robin, Clueless. Yeah, but no, click on like all discography. She's an American woman. Yeah, but click on all discography because I want to see the timeline of recently. That that's that was her popular stuff. Like, what has she been in the last ten years? She's been in stuff. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. 
some TV series. It seems like she's had a flourishing career. Stop since it! Er- what are you defending Alicia Silverstone Don't for? Don't be mean to people. She's um, fine. She's made a living doing what she loves. So I think the one the one thing was I going to say is we were like, oh, I wonder how old all these actresses are. And who did you think was the oldest? Murphy Brown, because yeah. she looks the oldest. Yeah, but then we realized it's actually Jane Fonda is yeah. in her early 80s That's in the crazy. film. Diane Keaton and Murphy Brown are the same age. And Mary they're... Steinberger's The Ageless Wonder. She's like 45, I think. You know what I don't like about Steinberger? What? Is the fact that in every movie, she basically plays the same fucking person. What, a sweetheart with a heart of gold? No, she plays like a whiny fucking wife, right? With like, oh, I'm so precious. She's basically the age Charlotte York from fucking Sex in the City. Yeah, but you'd like her in Last Man on Earth because she plays like an alcoholic. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> What's her name? Can we just look up what her actual name is? Why? What do you call her? I call her Steenberger. Yeah, it's Steenberger. <laughs> or Bergen. <laughs> yeah, that's... We're both wrong. She should oh. just be called Mary Danson. Oh, whatever. Then anyway. What do we do after that with your mom then? So then we walk to... Um, we walk through Dundas Square, which is always a calamity of chaos. And then we went to Nathan Phillips Square because they had, like, an outdoor art festival going on, um, which was a lot of, of fun. Yeah, well, I was going to say, it's just kind of bullshit. It's just a bunch of tents. Oh, you know what, though? You're right. I didn't like the fact that it was, like, Tent City. No. Right? But, like, it was interesting. Like, I think this was their inaugural one, so it's, like, nice that the city had something like this, but you're right. I didn't like all the tents. No, it felt like Tent City. Like, what is this, Burning Man or yeah. something <laughs> like that? <laughs> You're obsessed with Burning Man. No, it's Man. because my dad asked, would you guys want to go to Burning Man? And I Man? said, yes. And I said, no. <laughs> like, why would you want to go to Burning Man? Because so I much... feel like you wouldn't go anywhere if I didn't drag you sometimes. Well, I don't want to go to Burning Man. You know where I do want to go? Where? It's like, I don't know. Bahamas. San Diego? <laughs> oh, so the non-Burning Man. Yeah. So, um, what's your The call? place where they do little big lies? I'll go there. But I don't want to go to Burning Man with a bunch of hippies on, like, tripping on mushrooms and stuff. Why? That's so weird. You watch and are fascinated by so many people on drugs. Yeah. And yet I, that is not something it's I'm It's the same as The Purge. I want to watch it. I don't want to live in it. One of your questions was if I wanted to live in it. Yeah, I said friends, like a normal oh, person. Oh, brother. No, you I, asked me if I wanted to live in The Purge. Yeah, and your answer was... No. <laughs> this episode's going to have to be just be called simply The Purge. Oh, brother. We'll have to piggyback off some of that success. You should say The Purge question mark. Dot, dot, dot. We'll see. Right? Um, because I will say this. When I was on iTunes, if you go to iTunes right now and type in all killer, no filler, two things comes up. Some 41, live at 605. Marketing genius. So if you type in the purge, movies, podcasts. Okay. <laughs> uh, I sound like Mad Men. It's the one thing I hate for Mad Men is when they pitch their slogan. It's like... It's like... Their tagline, first it's of all. It's like, depends. Keep... I just hate it. I can't. I hate when they say yeah, the name of the company. Why wouldn't you? You're an advertising. Because what, what's what's that one? The laxative, like C-cord laxatives. Because you don't have to know that you have a problem. <laughs> it's just like the way they say it. It's just like you know, fucking Ovaltine. Because you don't have teeth. It's like ugh. What? I hate that part. I always cringe when they say, especially when Peggy does it. Why? Because she gets a twinkle in her eye. <laughs> yeah, and she's obsessed with the Clio Awards. She's only had two, and she got yeah. screwed out of one of them. Yeah, I'm also obsessed with the Telly Awards, so. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, this <laughs> is so fucked up. Um, so anyway, so then we took my mom. We were trying to find a restaurant to go to. And so, like, I had tried to call 
Um, fucking Petria, I tried Drake to call. 150, Drake 150. Uh, the Good Son, Gioranas. Did you ever uh, see that movie, The Good Son? No. With Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood? Nope. Do you know what it's about? <sighs> Is it about the purge? Kind of. It's they're they play like cousins. They're like ten years old. Mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin. This is in the height of Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Comes to live with with Elijah Wood. Macaulay Culkin likes to kill people. Can and you then, not watch no, but this? Then, Don't tell Benjamin. No, I'm not. But then at the end, the mom of Elijah Wood is holding on to Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood on a cliff, and she can only save one. Who does she save? She saves a good kid, Elijah Wood. Macaulay Culkin dies, just like in My Girl. Oh, brother. Keep going. Uh, so then we ended up trying to go into the Drake 150, um, but they were hosting a wedding there. Yeah, which I also didn't appreciate when we we're like, hey, are you guys fully booked? Like, get out of here. I'm like, no, because they were doing pictures. Yeah, but it's not like they were filming like a one take shot. What if somebody shot. like wanted to come into the Great Hall but during we our we wedding? But we weren't in front of anybody. They were off to the side. No, the photographer wanted to bring them. Yeah. I just wanted to pizza. What if a stranger came into the Great Hall on the Saturdays like I can't dance? What would you fucking say? I'm used to it. Every every party we ever throw, they have weird strangers. You think our wedding some stranger is gonna come in? Maybe. Probably. We have no good luck. No. So then, um, we ended up actually taking a cab to or an Uber to Patria, and we actually got a table, which I'm like, woo woo. Yeah. So my mom really loved the restaurant. I love that place. You like it too. Yeah. It's really good Spanish food in uh, in Toronto on King Street, and so we kicked it there for like a couple hours, which was really nice. And then we came back to the apartment. Um. And wait, did you really like um? Which which part of the food did you like the most? The rice. Oh, you did like the paella the most? I love the paella. It's the best part. My favorite is always... Um, I like the paella, but I really like um, the croquetas. I don't know what that is. The second one we had. The cheese balls? No, they're not just cheese. Yeah. And the tomat con paste. That's true. I really just wanted to cut up some pizza, but I very much... I always like the... What's that thing called? Paella! <laughs> They, you know, they always say memory is the second thing to go. What? You know what they always say? Memory is the second thing that always goes. What's the first thing? What was the question? Oh, brother. What's that from? I don't know. It's from the book club. Oh. <laughs> it's a good line, too. There is a lot of things I zoned out to in the book club. Yeah, I wanted to sleep, but then your mom said she kept looking at me to see my reaction. So I was like, oh, I guess Aww, I'm not sleeping through this that's movie. that's so sweet. Plus, I had these two chicks next to me talking through yeah, the whole thing. I, whenever somebody talks in a theater, I'm always going to, like, my reaction wants to be like, hey guys, I missed the last thing you said. I just want to keep up with the story. What's going on? Just because I'm like, they literally do promos about not fucking talking in the theater. We're not sitting in your fucking family room. No. You didn't book this as your experience to host strangers, so shut up in a theater. It's the only thing I hate about going to movies is I hate the experience of being around people, because usually... You're in a room full of people. They're all idiots. Like, mm-hmm. a person singular is fine. A group of people suck. <laughs> That's the theory. It's my same... I have two theories, and they're both correct. First theory is old people. Either the nicest person in the world or the grumpiest person you've ever met. Yeah. Second thing, uh, people. <laughs> <laughs> now I sound what like a mad man. Like, you also sound like a grumpy old person. No, a person on their own... 32-year-old white male... 
grumpiest person you ever met or nicest person in but the world. But this is just this is just straight up mathematics. Oh, okay. A person on their own usually good. People together usually How's that suck. Just math? That's math. It's a rule of numbers. Oh, okay. It's true. You get in a group full of people, and it's just like we were in the theater yesterday with ten people. Yeah. Eight of them, seven of them sucked. The other three were us. You had that one guy laughing like he was Doogie Hauser back there. You had the, the Doogie Hauser laughing. Like. You had the two old people front row, and the one lady when she came back halfway through the movie, she's like, "The elevator wasn't working." <laughs> and then they had the two chicks next to me just talking through the whole thing. How old are those chicks? Forties. <laughs> the one, my favorite thing that happened was we got there so fucking early, so we had to sit through like all of Tanner, whatever the fuck his name is. Like the Cineplex movie guy stuff. But then, did you see the older couple in front of us who, like, was the man and the woman? The man had a walker, so he was sitting out. Yeah. Right? But the woman was. I just gotta get rid of this pigeon. Ah, Fuck out of here, pigeon. Get up, Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck Um, you, pigeon. What you're gonna call it? Piece of shit. But then, the woman and the man were sitting together through all of Tanner's, like, preview stuff. But then, the minute the movie started, like, the headline came on, she took off. Yeah, that's what I noticed, I too. Like, I was like, why would you leave, leave right now? As the movie starts. Ugh. See? Groups of people suck. Person on their own, usually fine. So that just made me laugh. And so... Um, you imagine a group of old people? Total. Like my theory? Like the book club. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it did make me... The one thing that made me laugh in the book club was when, like... It was clearly built for seniors because they were, like, using the kids as, like, a patronizing thing to, like, yeah. Diane Keaton. It's like... We want you to live in our basement. We're so worried about you. We slip, like, what is it? Uh, made sure you won't slip on the floor. Slip yeah. through floors. We got, like, a chairlift. And it's, like, Diane Keaton's, like, shacking up with, like, Andy yeah, Garcia in the pool yeah. kind of thing. But just made me laugh because I'm, like, okay, do people really think like that as, like, middle-class women or kids? Like, do we all think our parents are, like... Well, you all get to a certain age and it starts off the parent parents you and then you parent the parent. Not, none of them are right, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> none of it's right. So then after uh, Wedging Your Call, we saw the movie. We drove by because my mom wanted to see where we were getting married. So we drove by the Great Hall. Um, so it was actually just like a beautiful night outside too. Um, so it was nice to just drive around the city. We also went to like some areas we hadn't been before. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we had to like drive my mom home in Mississauga and then like Uber back. So the one thing we haven't spoken about yet, and I don't think you spoke about it on the last podcast. What's that? Is trying to buy a car. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> so, we want to do the three most expensive things you can in one year, which is get married, buy a car, and buy a house. So we didn't want to do two out of three things. I was on the plan of buying a house. Yeah, but... I... You <laughs> sprung... One and a half things on me. Yeah, I just, I didn't want, I don't want to get married. I want to be married. Oh, okay. You want to be married. And you know what else I don't want to do is take Ubers with crazy drivers anymore. Yeah. And buy a house. But, <laughs> so currently right now, <laughs> because both my folks are retired, they um, don't necessarily need two cars as much. So my dad is looking to get rid of his car and just keep my mom's car so they can take it for road trips okay. and whatever. Whatever, so they've been gracious enough to gift us their car and send it our way if we wanted it and the price is right and everything. So what that means is, have you ever owned a car? No. Me neither, and... Um, have you ever had insurance? 
No. Me neither. <laughs> Live fast, die young. What do I need insurance <laughs> Yolo. for? So when I was talking to my dad about possibly taking his car, he said, okay, it's great. There's a few things that have to have. To happen. Mm-hmm. First, he has to sign it over to us, mm-hmm. all that legal mumbo jumbo. Second is we have to get insured and we have to find out if we can park in our building and all that stuff. So he said, take your time, do the research, figure out if this is something you want and mm-hmm. get back to me. So I spent most of this week trying to figure out how to get car insurance and uh, that's been an ordeal. <laughs> That's so funny. Because I actually was just thinking about something. What? If your dad is attached to most things we do, you jump on things quicker. What's well, because For instance... What? Did you get a, increase your line of credit with TD? Yes. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, but one of them... I knew you urgent, didn't. One of them more urgent. buying a house? But we haven't... We're not making an offer as of yet. <laughs> it's like the chicken. When, we need, when you need the chicken out of its pack... It'll be out two minutes before you need it. If John, if John's dad needs something, no, John is like jumping on it if we so don't, quickly. I am telling your dad to tell you to go oh, increase your line of credit. Because yeah. if we don't do this stuff now, then he can sell the car to someone else. Oh. So that's why. Like I said, if we wanted to buy a house tomorrow, yeah, I'd have that line of credit five minutes before you need it. I'd have it, <laughs> like our pastor says, a half an hour earliest. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. So I've been calling a bunch of different. (laughs) Who did you call? I called Bel Air Direct. (laughs) And the guy is basically—he sounds like a voiceover. Like he sounds like sound like the fucking knight in the commercial. (laughs) No, but he sounds like the guy from the FX voiceover. Mm -hmm. It's like he has a good voice. Mm -hmm. And when I told him I worked in TV, he's like, "Well, if you can get me a job," I was like, "Well, can you get me a discount? Because so far you cost me the most money out of all the insurance." (laughs) So then I've done TD insurance just because that's who we do our banking through. Because mm-hmm. we asked Matt and Mel who they do theirs through because they just got a car. They said TD because you can get a university discount. Yeah, but they also do discounts through work, university. Mm-hmm. And the lady I talked to there was very nice, but she felt like our, she felt like a, a generic mom who doesn't know how to use technology. And I don't mean, I don't mean to be offensive, but four times she put me on hold because she didn't know what your license was <laughs> and i told her for your license five times and she kept saying like w zero four five i was like no there's no zero she's like okay and her license isn't showing up i have w zero i was like yeah take the zero out so is it that she doesn't know technology or she couldn't hear you no because then she'd be like my system's crash i gotta redo it and she's like oh this new system isn't very good i'm like <laughs> sexist no i'm not she was very nice awkward and then the other one is just the one I'm hoping we go for, which I'll re- re- remain nameless. Why? Why do they need free publicity right now? I'm not going with them yet. So. Anyways, it's also just been stressful because to get good insurance, you have to be insured before. And it's kind of like, it's like that old thing where it's, no, it's the thing. It's, thing? it's like, how do you get ahead in life? You have to have experience. It's like, you want to be a boss? You want to get hired. You want to be. You want to get hired as a producer. Well, you gotta have experience. Well, how do you get experience without being hired? So it's yeah. like you want to have good insurance. You have to be insured before. It's like, well, if I haven't been insured, how do I get a discount on insurance? But you were insured before. Yeah, fifteen years ago. <laughs> yeah. So now we need letters of experience and stuff. It's just. See, I would have thought like th- I think about this as like, um, like a content management system where it's like basically you have your license it's personal to you 
right? It's put into a database. Yeah. It's attached to things like insurance. insurance. So if somebody looks your name up, it should be it there. It should be there as an Ontario licensed yeah. driver. So I confirmed with my father today that mm-hmm. uh, I had insurance mm-hmm. because with the Bel Air Direct guy, when I gave him my license number, he's like, oh, you've never been insured before. I was like, mm-hmm. seems weird. I'm like, I know I, I had to have been. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we're waiting for our dads to both get us letters of experience, so that's fun. <laughs> and that's just that whole experience. So this past weekend, when we went and took your mom around town, if we had a car, it'd be great, because basically yesterday we took a go train, your mom's Jeep. No, we took the subway to a go train, go train to my dad's car, my dad's car to my mom's car, my mom's car to downtown. downtown. Mom's car back to Mississauga, the- to in an Uber to back downtown. Whereas yeah. if we just had our own car... We would have drove to the officiant, picked your mom up, gone to the movie, drove her back, and then came back home. <laughs> so it is more efficient. Yes. And so the one thing I like is that, like, the, the, ta- or the tax people, <laughs> the insurance people were asking, like, how will you end up using this car? Like, obviously, we still like walking around. We still would take streetcars if we were, like, in the heart of the city, probably. Uh, if we're going to, I'm only using it when it's, like, necessary. Like, if we're going to dinner in the city, I wouldn't take the car. No. Um, so the one thing was, we're back in Mississauga, we need to take an Uber home, it's about like 9.35 at this point, you're trying to get an Uber on your phone. I, and so, if we're going short distances, your rating doesn't matter as much, but we're going from Mississauga to downtown Toronto, so I was coming out of the washroom, I put in this thing, and I see a guy with a 4.52, I was like, no, that's not going to fly, that's a bad rating to go from the Burbs to downtown, because also I noticed... When we go from downtown to Mississauga, the drivers are usually more confident. But when we get Mississauga drivers downtown, usually they don't leave Mississauga. Mm -hmm. So sometimes they're not as confident driving downtown. So the one shitty thing, and this will bring us to the sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So we just had this amazing day. As John said, he tried to get an Uber driver. He got the, he same Uber driver three times. Three times, which makes me kind of nervous that there's only one Uber driver available in Mississauga after nine thirty. And so then he's like, "Okay, you try and see if you get somebody different because I keep getting this guy." So then I put it in, and I also get the same guy. And so he wasn't close to us, so it wasn't a proximity thing. No. So he was literally the only driver available. So we had to roll the dice and literally try and use this guy to go back downtown. Right. So first things first, he had this, like, huge Lincoln, like, Escalade thing. Yeah, it looked like, uh, (laughs) again, I made this reference last week, but it looked like 50 Cent's car in the Wankster video. (laughs) Yeah. So then we kind of get, he goes, okay, so first of all, no drivers in Mississauga ever pull up on a driveway. No. They always pull onto the street. This guy goes past our house. Okay? Yeah. So that's first X against him. So we kind of, like, run into his car, and then we're like, okay, chill, whatever. So then he kind of just hangs out, not in front of my house, but, like, a little down the street for, like, five minutes as he gets his, like, bearings. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, what are you doing? Like, let's go. Like, if nothing else, you know you have to get onto the QEW. Yeah. Right? So the one thing I can't understand is, I guess when you you accept somebody for an uber you don't know where their destination is till you say yes to them which i think is a really faulty thing it is it should show you right away so if you want to accept it or not exactly because then i'm i'm fucking stuck with your uselessness yeah you're kind of having to take on something you might not feel confident about so then we're kind of hanging out in his car and he's like oh my gps all all these things and so we're like okay 
But the one thing I didn't like about his car, even though it was a Lincoln, it felt like rickety and janky as fuck. Yeah, it made some janky noises. And so he would like turn, still in the burbs, turn off the street. And then as soon as he like wrapped like my parents' area, and then he was still like in the residential part of the area, he almost started making a wrong turn. I'm like, oh, you're going the wrong way. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, oh okay. And then like, if there was a stop sign he'd pull really far out yeah. onto the street so like oncoming traffic could hit us for sure and so i'm like uh and i found like he sped up awkwardly and then Big like kind of thing so then i'm like oh we're gonna die so yeah. the whole ride i think i was holding your finger yeah you were squeezing the shit out of it. it almost broke my pinky finger i'm sorry but then there's only like eight times where i thought we we're I'm like okay this is how we die after a really no, there nice was day. one time we almost did die he was like on the qew Right? Even, like, when he merged, it was awkward. Oh, yeah. But, like, we're on the QEW, and, like, for whatever reason, there's the collector's lane to go off Islington, Kipling, and Parkdale, or Park Lawn, and then you can stay on the gardener. There's literally a sign on the gardener that says 11 minutes to Young Street. Yeah. So I'm like, why the fuck would you pull off? And so I can see his GPS. I can't see how fast he's going on his dashboard, but I see his GPS, and it's telling him to get off at Park Lawn. Yeah. Do not get off at Park Lawn. No. And so this guy who says he doesn't drive in Toronto is saying, oh, you know, I think we should get off at Park Lawn. I'm like, yeah. don't get no. off at Park Lawn. Stay on the gardener. And so he's like, oh, you know, this this seems like it might be easier. And I'm like, it's not. It's not. And so we're still on the collector's lane. Now we have to get off at Park Lawn. Like, yeah. either get off at Park Lawn or get back on the gardener. And he is so close to somebody not signaling if he wants to get over. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, this is how we spin out or, like, roll over or something. Yeah, no, we almost ran into the back of a car, like, going, like, 120 kilometers per hour. It like, was fucking It was a little scary. You know, like, there, that's why he's a 4.52. I was like, oh, we should have should have waited 10 minutes. But last night, I was like, oh. You it, were tired. You could yeah. tell you were tired even when I was driving home. Yeah, because it was such, like, a, it was a fun day, but it was just such a busy, hectic day. And I was still pretty tired from boxing the day before. So I was like, I was like I'm just ready to go home. Yeah, and so then, like, the other one that scared me, you were sitting on the other side, but every time we were on the, like, in the left-hand lane beside the guardrail, he was this close to it, and so I'm, like, terrified. I'm like, we're going to hit the guardrail, and we're going to skin the side of the car. And so then he was, like, kind of driving, and then he made a thing, like, I don't know if he saw my face in the rearview mirror, but he made a point of saying, like, oh, you know, I'm a really good driver. Yeah, he did say that. And then he, like, gave you his card, and stuff he's like i just don't usually drive this car in yeah. this city he's like i drive from the airport i'm like you drive from the airport but you don't drive in you toronto don't try- i know and then he like he's like where do you want to get off and we're like okay bay street so then the yeah. york bay um whatever the hell young street exit came up yeah and he's like it's a hundred percent going past it and i'm like what are you doing and then he's like oh okay where do you want to get off harvard and I'm like, just, that's not an exit. No, I'm like, just take Jarvis. Jarvis. And so I was, like, terrified for him to do the Jarvis exit. Me too. Because you have to, like, cross over people oh, yeah, he who are merging. He wasn't crossing over. So he wasn't crossing over to John's point. And then I'm like, oh, my God. <clears throat> right? And so, like, everything was just terrifying about it. Then when we got into the city, he ended up, like, speeding up so intensely and then breaking. Yeah, it's Right? Rough. To, like, dodge people as if he was in a fucking video game. And so, like, I made the comment to John, I'm like, I think Uber should do one of two things, or if not two things. One, you should be able to see as a driver where your destination of the passenger is so you can decline or accept them. If you're not comfortable with driving. But also, if you're under a 4.5, like, um, star rating, you should be pulled off Uber. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, if right. you're a four seven, you're usually not a great driver. Like four eights, anything four nine is fantastic. Anything four six and below, I'm like, I can't get in this car. But this is the thing. What pissed me off was I'm finding like I asked you. I'm like, oh, did you get the like? You know how you can review them? I didn't get the review for him. That's weird. Unless you accidentally hit a number by accident. No, because I got the one before him. So the guy that we took to Petria. Oh, that's weird. So you didn't get this. No, because I literally wanted to give him like one star. Yeah. <laughs> well, we made it home in one piece, and we got ice cream afterwards. So that was nice. That was good. But uh, well, the good news is we're an hour in. I think that's all the stories we have for this week. Yeah, and then you leave me. No, you leave me for six days next week. Hey. You have to go to go away. So I'm gonna be sad for six nights. I'm gonna have to take so much night cool to fall asleep. <laughs> but then we're going to a cottage for two days. So. That'll be fun, and maybe we'll have a car by then or something. What? That means you're going to Ottawa. No, I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out, but it um, just means next week I have to do a podcast by myself, so maybe you can just Saturday or Sunday record a remote just to give everyone a heads up of what you're up to. Yeah, maybe I'll find the people in the tents in Texas. What? The kids. What kids? The kids who are being taken because of the purge. Oh, I thought you meant the... Thai kids. No, the three kids came out. I know, I saw that. That's mm. hopefully they all can get out. That's uh, mm-hmm. it's a very sad story. So, you know us. We like to add on sad stories. Okay. But um, should we do uh, what we usually do at the end of an episode? Yes. The season sixteen finale next week on Live at Six O Five. Do you have any band of the week suggestions? The one we both listen to, even though I already heard it. You try to like surprise me. Who's celebrities? No, the other one. Wallows? Yeah. Yeah, did you want to save that for when we review 13 Reasons Why? Oh, okay, yeah. Just because there's a band that I we both like now, they're called Wallows, and it's, and the guy in the band is Clay from 13 Reasons Why. So we didn't get a chance to talk about 13 Reasons Why. I don't know why I sounded super Italian there. We didn't get to talk about it. <laughs> well, let's save that. And instead, let's do a band that I don't know how to pronounce their name. Celebrities. So it's celebrities with an S? Yeah, because you asked HomePod. Yeah. And Siri did not recognize it. But I blame that on the name of the band. Yeah. So, But there's this really cool band, and I saw them from uh, King of the Road. They played mm-hmm. this song on that episode, which is mm-hmm. that skateboarding show I love, mm-hmm. which is back on Tuesday. And mm-hmm. guess what? There's no more Viceland, so I don't know how I'm supposed to watch King of the Road. I think I can on watch YouTube. online. Yeah. I have to check to see if Viceland has an app on Apple TV, because then I can watch it on Apple TV, Ooh. where I watch most of my things. But this band just sounds like, um, I don't even know how to describe them, a female indie dream pop dream pop yeah that's a, that's a pop? category dream pop what does dream pop sound like it sounds like hey siri what does dream pop sound like hey siri what is dream pop <laughs> hey siri play dream pop music this shoegaze and dream pop should be to their liking are you gonna play the music hey siri we're done with you turn off why isn't she working I don't know. HomePod doesn't have an off switch. Ah! Turn off your Siri if you like. Here, this is Dream Pop. It's like atmospheric, airy, dreamy. You can't use a word to describe the word. 
Let's just see what this song sounds like. Hey Siri, turn off the music. Anyways, let's listen to my definitive dream pop band. Mm-hmm. And this song's called Time by Celebrities with an S. It's like at the beginning, not at just at the end. Yes. Starts with an <laughs> S and ends with an S. So it's what's that called? It's a pa- palindrome. What? What's the thing where something you can spell it backwards and forwards. I don't know. I always just think the word Hannah. <laughs> all the ways to get in contact with us. Facebook.com slash live at 605. And on iTunes. Drop us a comment on our iTunes page. Every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the what's hot category. On Twitter and Instagram. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at ValGomez23. I'm at Malincamp. So until next time, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Peace. Easy. Peace out. Season 16. We got one more.
John Mallon and Val Gomez.